0: Irreverent, entertaining,
1: cool. You're listening to L.A. Talk Radio. You're listening to Razor Riffs with Keith Razor and Alan Lee right here on L.A. Talk Radio.
0: Excellent. Thanks guys for uh, listening to the show. Uh, if you like the show, uh, actually do it right now. Uh, subscribe, rate and review on Apple podcast, uh, raise a riffs, R I F T S and help us get those numbers up. I'm Keith Ray with my, uh, sidekick friend, best friend, Alan Lee. Thank you. You're here. Wait, you're like you're, a okay, talk again. Thank you. All right. Excellent. I'm here. You're here. So uh, you know, subscribe, rate, and review to the show on, on Apple Podcasts, and you know we're also on YouTube. Subscribe there and uh, help us get those reviews in. Also, we're also on Patreon, right? We are indeed. That's what it's called, Patreon. I think so. Okay, and that's at Razor Riffs R I F T S too. Exactly. So <laughs> if you like the show, want to donate a dollar or whatever, sure. and I don't know how that works, but support the program. Yeah. Razor Riffs Patreon. Beautiful. All right. A couple stand up dates. Uh, I'm going to be at the Rec Room in Huntington Beach, uh, June 21st through the 22nd, with Christopher Titus. Uh, tickets are 20 bucks. You can get them at www.recroomhb.com. Then I'm going to be at the Hollywood Improv, June 29th, with Jay Moore. APM tickets are $20. You can get them at www.hollywood.improv.com. And then. I'm going to be at the Irvine Improv later in July at www.irvineimprov.com. And our guest right now is calling in. You've seen it from the Wedding Singer and Happy Gilmore and uh, Alan Covert. Uh, it's going to be awesome.
1: It is indeed. Uh...
0: Hello, Alan.
1: Hey, Keith. How are you?
0: Doing good. Thanks, Alan. Nice. Thanks for doing the
1: show, man. My pleasure. Hey, hi, Alan. I'm the, uh, the sidekick, the unknown comic. I was
0: about to introduce
1: you I guys. That. Well, I wanted to step in and, and, and be aggressive and assertive.
0: I was hey, gonna, is, I was gonna be like Alan. This is Alan. <laughs> S-
1: excuse me. A L A N, and he's a double N. Oh, I'm A L L E N. Yeah. Uh, Alan. Uh,
0: uh, I'm gonna call my sidekick Al. So you know, you'll be yeah, Alan. There won't you know? be con- any confusion. <laughs> any confusion. Okay, cool. <laughs> But, thank you
2: i will definitely get confused
0: <laughs> <laughs> but no we we interviewed alan havey a couple of weeks ago and he just got really confused i was like oh well alan covert's coming on so we gotta change your name alan al <laughs> i
2: love alan havey
0: he's oh, wonderful he's so funny isn't he yeah
2: yeah you know i used to uh I used to run the showroom at the Santa Monica Improv in the uh, late '80s, early '90s, and Haiti hey, he was a regular there. He was always a great stand-up.
0: Yeah, he was awesome, man. He was a uh, like I I talked to him for like an hour, and I was like, "Oh my god, this guy!" He instantly became my best friend, and then he's like, "Oh, we're not friends." I was like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> "Friendship is in the eye of the beholder." <laughs> And well, like, you know
2: what? After this, you can after this, you can tell people we're we're best friends. Oh,
0: well, awesome! <laughs> I mean, I'd be like, yeah, he likes me more than Sandler. <laughs> Only you
1: though, Keith, <laughs> not Alan. Oh, oh. <laughs> I always get the turn of the stick. That's the problem with sidekicks. We're the well, sidekick, that's man. That's true. It's like I'm not going and hanging yeah. out with uh, that's Andy true. Richter. <laughs> 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 true. true. I forget the picking order? <laughs> that's
2: not true, though. By the way, Andy's funny. I think. Oh, <laughs> oh we always.
0: love Andy. He's a good Andy. friend of ours. But but Alan, you're uh, no, great. We're uh, you're lucky that because uh, you turned it into a phone interview. Because originally we were going to go uh, to your pad and interview you, but uh, you're gl- we're you actually should be thankful it got turned into a phone interview because Al said he was going to give it to you. Oh, no, <laughs> that
1: No, I did not, and that is the honest truth.
0: I, I was like, give him what oh, exactly? <laughs>
1: God, I can't believe ripping off the movie.
2: I say that about Christine Taylor. <laughs> He's going to get it, and I'm going to be the one to give it to him.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. And then I was like, oh, you didn't know he was married. Oh. <laughs> but The wedding single, man, that's one of the... Oh, man, classic. That, that was probably your first uh, main movie where you're uh, doing a lot of talking. Well, I would have
2: been in your place, but I, I'm in Salem where I'm actually in the back of a van. Full of people.
0: You're in Salem? this summer. Oh. Oh, that's cool. So you're, yeah. you're shooting... So I'm
2: sitting in the very back row and trying to tell people to be quiet.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> a, that's a very sweet of you.
2: Oh, my pleasure. Uh,
0: but you're in Salem, like where they took... They did the, 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 the witch hunt. The wit, witch hunts? Mm-hmm. The Salem witch hunts? The witch hunt? trials. It's yeah. the, <laughs> the same Salem.
1: Back in the 1600s. <laughs>
0: uh, I always knew yeah. Renaud Ryder was weird.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're doing a... Uh, we're doing a Halloween movie, um, very old school Sandler comedy. Oh. Um, a lot of, lot of, uh, huge a cast of hundreds. It's insane, you know. Uh, wow. But we're going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be a real good, uh, funny, scary Halloween movie.
1: Oh, oh that sounds great! Is it
0: a? Is it more thrillery or more comedy?
2: No, no, no. It's more comedy, but there's a lot of. There's definitely some thriller in it, you know. But it's definitely. It's an old school comedy, that you know. Cool. It's like Sam was playing a big crazy character. Like uh, uh, you know, it's it's we're having a lot of fun. We're laughing and remembering our youth.
0: Oh, <laughs> did did you write this one? Because you write a lot of the Happy Madison. No. Oh, you did
2: him and Hurley. Him and Tim Hurley. He wrote it.
0: Oh, nice.
2: Yeah, Hurley. He's wrote written a few good ones like Billy Madison, Abby Gilmore, Waterboy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, he's done okay. I loved uh, Happy Gilmore. That was the best. Oh I, yeah, that's a good. One. And I and I figured this yeah. out like last night, but you were o- Otis or Odo. Like they didn't Otto. really. Yeah, they didn't really say his Otto. name in the movie, and I was like, No, I, never. Yeah,
2: I think at the very, I think at the very end, I think he might say "Hey Otto" when I'm in the back seat of the car.
0: Oh, he did say that. That might
2: be the only time he yeah, said Yeah, he
0: he did say that, but I noticed it was you.
2: <laughs> yeah, I played the same character. Well, legally it wasn't the same character, um, <laughs> but he looked exactly the same, and his name was Otto in Jack and Jill.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I loved uh, Jack and Jill because uh, Norm Macdonald was fun. Bucket.
2: Oh my God! I know when he was clinging to the ceiling of the bathroom. <laughs>
0: that was was like that's like the best name
2: (laughs) he is the best have you ever seen norm do stand up i
0: i actually used to open up for him for a while oh did you yeah he's one of my best friends yeah so and right now i'm with jay Moore, but uh i used to be with norm for oh cool yeah so yeah
2: I love Norm. I've known Norm forever. He's so funny.
0: Is he going to be in this Halloween movie? He he should.
2: I know he should. I don't know. I'm. Not, he's writing a bunch of new stand-up, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And probably writing another book. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's an author now, that's Norm.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Have you ever written a book? Have you ever because you you own like a children's no. company? I thought. Don't you?
2: Yeah, I used to. Oh, no, yeah. we we had some children's books back in the day. We tried that; it didn't really work out. We were trying to get on the cutting edge of digital publishing. Uh-huh. Uh, didn't quite work out.
0: Just by That's all right, though. Just by the books. But no, I like writing scripts,
2: and and you know, uh, you know, I always get you know at a certain point, you know, we always all get in the room and pitch jokes and stuff on every script we're writing. So I'm always writing its about something. Um, I have a couple ideas in my head that I, I might force myself to sit down and actually write the whole script out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, how long does it take? Cause I like, I like write scripts too, but I've only written like one, but I've rewritten it like 20 times. How many times does it take you to, you know, until you think, okay, this is well, Polish.
2: It depends. I mean, you know, it, it really depends. Like, you know, Nick Schwartz and I, uh, uh, we did Grandma's Boy together, and Barry Wernick um, had written the original draft, and then Swarty and I, you know, came in and kind of just made it more R-rated and more like my actual life. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, we wrote pretty quickly, and then when Nick and I, uh, Nick and I wrote Benchwarmers, the Benchwarmers, which was a, actually an idea that Adam had had for a long time. So he kind of just told us the idea he had, and we wrote that one pretty quick. I mean, sometimes it, it it just depends, you know. Sometimes you can sit down behind the computer, and you know, crank out twenty pages. Yeah. And then sometimes you can sit there for two days and not write anything. Um, so it just depends on how it's flowing that day, and and what you're trying to write, and you know, it, it's it's literally day to day. I have a, you know
0: I have a question uh, you wrote bench warmers do you have anything to do with bench warmers too nothing nothing
2: um- ba- basically that studio we made bench warmers for they sold their whole library to someone else, and they just decided that you know, oh, we'll make a straight to video sequel uh so no, I haven't even seen it i mean look i I like uh I know there's some funny people in it. I know Lovitz is in it. And, yeah, he's you know, funny. And I think, and Jonathan Silverman, and he's a funny guy. He's a good actor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I I saw it fly by on my Amazon one night, and I was like, "What?" I mean, they had to pay me something.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's why I was. That, that was the they, next question I was going to ask. It was based
2: you. on characters created by mm-hmm. us. But, yeah. I mean, you know.
0: Yeah. So you knew there was a yeah. Benchwarmers Two out there somewhere. You just didn't know. I didn't really
2: know about it um, until Lovitz emailed me and emailed Spade. Uh, He texted David Spade and was like, are you doing this with me? And Spade (laughs) goes, I don't know what you're talking about. And then he emailed me and I said, oh, I know nothing about this. So we asked and they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, they're going to do this. You'll be getting your check.
0: So so you guys just said you're on your own, John.
2: (laughs) I mean, there's really nothing you can do about it because they own it. So, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's not like I can go, you can't do this. You know, Swartzen was mad because him and David had a good idea for a sequel. Yeah, But at that point, but at that point, the studio, like I said, they had, you know, closed shop and sold their library. So there was really nothing we could do about it. But that's OK.
0: Yeah, we had a God bless qu- them. we had a question for you. We were wondering, uh, does Kevin Spacey still take all your parts?
2: <laughs> not anymore. <laughs>
0: but uh, little Nicky is uh, w- one of the funniest movies I feel, and uh, I was watching the show called Lucifer, and I kind of felt like they kind of stole that idea from little Nicky. you know what I mean
2: <laughs> I don't know, I doubt it, but sketch. uh right. I love little Nicky. We were talking about Rod Dangerfield this morning,
1: oh yeah, uh,
2: you know he was he was a hero of ours, and we got to work with him. I mean that movie had a crazy cast too. Yeah. You know, Reese Witherspoon, Patricia Arquette, you know, just a couple Oscar winners in there.
0: Yeah.
2: Um <laughs> Harvey Keitel, and, wow. you know, kneeling with boobs on his head.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that 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 made me really attracted to Kevin Nealon when I saw that. Uh, <laughs> quite a visual. <laughs> <laughs> he got, he has the boobs, but no. He had
2: to get those things put on his head every day. That was the most part. <laughs>
0: No, the thing about Lil Nicky is, uh, when I when I was like uh, a freshman year in high school, uh, my class went on a, mm-hmm. a field trip to be extras in the Longest Yard, and uh, which was a oh another, yeah yeah it was another uh, Sandler movie, and they were having this contest on whoever could do you know the best impression of Sandler can meet Adam Sandler and all that and win a moped or something. So like I yeah did, the
2: little the little the little mini bike a little Honda. Yeah, Big bike. He was riding around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Were you there on that day?
2: Uh, that was at the football stadium in. Uh, it was in LA, in like Long Beach,
0: yeah. right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was a long time ago, but uh, I I went. Oh up, yeah, I was definitely there. Yeah, I went up there and I did my impression of Little Nicky, and no one thought it was good.
2: <laughs> well, they were wrong because to me, anyone who likes Little Nicky. Or can do any impressions of Little Nicky is a OK by me. Actually, the director of Little Nicky is sitting in the front seat of the van.
0: Oh, really? But
2: he he's directing this next movie. But he's uh, he I hear him talking to himself up there, so I won't bother him.
0: Oh yeah, I don't bother him.
2: He's like looking at maps and trying to find where. Uh, what do we look? <laughs> But no. I'm doing a podcast and the guy loves Little Nicky. <laughs> and I said, the director's in the front seat mumbling to himself. <laughs> oh, wow. but no, I... He said, that's what that movie did to him. <laughs> Come on, Robert Smigel has the voice of John long before he did Triumph. Oh, yeah!
0: My God. Oh, Robert Smigel was the director?
2: Yeah, he's the voice of Mr. Beefy.
0: Oh, he was the director of Little Nicky?
2: No, 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 no! Oh, oh, the director of Little Nicky is Steve Brill. He's in the car right now. But I was saying, Robert Smigel did that voice in that. Oh yeah, and Tarantino's in that movie too. Yeah, I forgot about that.
0: I was gonna say if that That's was Robert Sm- Smigel, we gotta talk to him because he does an, He does an autism show every year for autism with Stan. Yeah, every year. And uh. Yeah, the night of too many stars. Yeah, and I, my, I have autism. I have this thing called Asperger syndrome. And right. I've noticed that every single year he doesn't have an autistic comic on it. So I was gonna say, hey, let's get him on the phone. And I'll tell him some jokes. See if he likes me.
2: I'll tell him. I'll, I'll tell him. Oh, if he needs to contact you. Awesome. I'll send I you. I will for a, sure. I'll, I'll
0: send you a set, and I'll only send it if you think it's funny, though. You know what I mean? I don't want to. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, I'll send it without even watching it, and I'll bully him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, "This guy's great. Everyone likes it. You gotta have him on your." special
0: yeah. <laughs> you gotta represent. yeah you can, you gotta can be like just don't ask him to bring al oh <laughs> <laughs> once again <laughs> no
2: wow. i'm gonna say he needs his sidekick oh
1: wonderful Love he's this not
2: song. comfortable without his sidekick,
1: thank I'll say. thank yeah. you
0: thank you so much alan's more like I'll
2: make it seem like wait what's this no i was just gonna say i'll make it seem like it's you know you have to have him with you beautiful i actually do i don't believe
0: yeah, I actually do. He's more because, like, I get I can't really talk to people in loud, you know, with a lot of people. So Alan's like my, oh, okay. like, like your anchor. Yeah, he's like my anchor. Like, oh, that's
2: awesome. That's great.
0: So, like, when people want to talk to me, I touch Alan, and Alan like oh, words. Wow. <laughs> you
1: had to throw that in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have a very sophisticated sense of humor, oh, Alan. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, now,
2: where do it. you touch him, though? Oh,
0: oh. No, 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 please, please. It's just, uh, I did not say that. I did not hear that. Uh, but no, uh, but uh, we we were listening to another interview you did, it, and because uh, like I don't like to ask the same questions, but uh, the question you got a lot is if there's going to be a grandma's boy too, mm. and I was thinking in my head. I have a perfect idea. you could call it grandma's uh or not Grandma's boy, but you could call it grandpa's boy
2: and and it's about my grandson, uh, yeah, interesting right maybe I mean I don't know if I don't know if there's enough time between that one and this one for me to have a kid have that kid grow up and then have oh a kid. yeah
0: no i mean the, the, i mean
2: you know part of the problem with that would be just with us doing another one is just that uh you know doris roberts passed away
1: oh yeah right. and so you know i
2: don't i would but but i will without revealing anything that i'm not legally allowed to say there there might be a surprise or two in the future
1: oh related to beautiful boy. beautiful that's
0: what we wanted to hear
2: <laughs> yeah i mean there's some stuff there's always something percolating but there's a thing we were talking about recently that could be a fun way to do something. That's not really a sequel, but would make everyone very happy. Yeah. And and that's about as mysterious as I can be.
0: Uh, (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) That sounds good. Uh, would you say that you're more known for grandma's boy or the wedding singer?
2: I would say it's really close. Yeah. But you know, what's the fun, you know, what's funny is like, uh, the one I hear a lot, which is ridiculous, is 10 Second Tom.
0: Oh from, uh, 50 yeah. First Dates. Yeah, that was a great which point. is
2: always just like, oh okay. Well
0: what was it like working with Actually, Dan Aykroyd?
2: Oh the best. Yeah.
0: He has Asperger's He's too man. I always yes. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I always tell people that like, you know, just it's a there. it's a great pleasure in my life that like Dan Aykroyd knows me. Yeah. Like, if he sees me, he's like, hello, Alan. (laughs) And I'm always just like, that's the coolest thing in the world.
1: (laughs) Uh, That is cool. Because it is.
2: I mean, the whole time on the set. Because we did a few with him. uh, uh, He was in uh, Chuck and Larry. He came up and did a little day for us on Pixels. You know, he's just a really great, funny guy. And he's just so, like, nice to other people in comedy. He's very, like supportive of you know anyone on snl he's you know he's very supportive of anyone in comedy he he he's a great man that way yeah besides just being ridiculously funny
0: did you know he had his own vodka called skull
2: yes i do yeah uh, we've put it in a couple movies <laughs> uh
0: because
2: it's a great looking bottle i
0: live yeah it's really cool i live in huntington beach and um i was 19 and he was doing a signing at an Albertsons, and like Dan Aggroyd's mm-hmm. one of my personal heroes, you know. And uh, I I wanted oh, to, he's the king. I wanted to go, and they said I couldn't go because I wasn't twenty one. And I was like literally like fifty s- feet away from him. I was like, oh my god! It was like, I, you did know. you say it's Albertsons?
2: Yeah, because they wanted you to buy vodka to get it signed. Yeah, yeah, but you know. Oh no, he's he's the man. He's so funny.
1: Yeah.
0: Hilarious. I'm twenty one yeah. now, but I guess he doesn't shop at Albertsons. Anymore. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh I'm telling you, if he had his uh if he had his way he'd be selling vodka At every Albertson.
0: Yeah. It was good vodka too. It was like it's cool. You ever do you, you drink been- vodka? <laughs> Have you been drinking? <laughs>
2: But it was only after you were twenty one. That's right. Yeah, First, yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm I
0: just I'm thirty one now, but so it was a long time ago. But I just remember like it was okay. just we'll go have a drink. The security at Albertsons was really tough. <laughs> uh, I was a point where that was his Albertsons, I and
2: mean, then
0: he just no security. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But uh, the wedding singer is like one of those like I think it's one of my top ten favorite movies of all time, and I just think like. You have the funniest lines, too, like the whole, you know, I'm going to give it to her, and then the, they were cones. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, classic. classic yeah, no, name. that no, I get that a lot.
0: Oh, the cones?
2: They were they were cones. People say that to me constantly. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, it, and actually, it, you know, I said Ben just Const- love it earlier. He was one of the guys who said it to me first after seeing the movie. He goes, they were cones. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, I don't even. <laughs> he goes, I don't even know why it's funny, but it is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he would say. But I wanted That's to ask funny. you, was That's that hilarious. was
0: that joke written, or did you improv that joke? Because oh. it seemed like it was really improv. Oh. Hmm.
2: I no, that was written.
0: Oh really? Um,
2: you know, yeah, they gave me such great stuff in that movie that whole stupid me driving the limo through the obstacle course and then i mean the michael showing up to the party in the michael jackson jacket with the glove that's insane (laughs) and they would call me and they'd be go you idiot we just wrote you the funniest thing you don't deserve it
0: (laughs) but do you still have the glove no,
2: <laughs> or the jacket. Oh my I god! I didn't have the juice back then to say, "Give me my wardrobe."
0: Oh, that'd be nice. But you, but you got the they juice like, now, yeah, right?
2: Hmm? Oh yeah. Yeah. If we made that movie now, I'd have every outfit, <laughs> <laughs> including all the acid-washed jeans.
0: <laughs> but no, like hey, acid-washed. But you know, Alan. Hold, hold on one second. What yeah.
2: about this one?
0: This is so cool. I Sorry. Feel like
2: we're I... driving. We're in the scout band. We just drove by a crazy place.
0: No, this is awesome. I actually kind of feel like I'm part
1: of this movie now. Oh, this is so nice.
2: You can say, when you see the haunted house, you can go, you know what? We were there when Covert yelled. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> when Covert yelled, look at that place. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And people go, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're like, yeah, whatever. Uh, are you, like, yeah. scouting for haunted houses right now, or did you pick a house?
2: Well, no, we looked at a place earlier. We were, we're actually driving back to the
0: office now. Oh, nice. Because if you want a haunted house, you could just, you know, go to my grandmother's house, and that's pretty haunted. Where? Where's oh, it's in uh, Austin, where? Texas. But...
2: Oh, well, that's not good. I'm in, you know, we're filming j- in Massachusetts. It's a j- yeah. it's but a long I do time. like Austin. Oh, yeah. I've been to Austin. Great city. Yeah. A few times.
0: Yeah. I, they have
2: some very good barbecue there. Oh, don't they?
0: Uh, they do. Yeah, they. I don't remember the name of it, but uh, in Austin, Texas, they also have a uh, you know, uh, three of my missing grandfathers in my grandmother's home. So
1: was you that's right. You have what do they have? You I'm had sorry. family there.
0: I was making a bad joke, like how three of my grandfathers. Oh, I'm sorry,
2: I didn't hear because the guy behind us was honking.
0: Ah, uh, was it the little Nikki director? Come on, man.
2: <laughs> no, no. Someone was honking at us. I don't uh, know
0: why. Ah. Uh. They were probably honking to have you do the truck symbol, you know, like a honk. (laughs) Alan, I wanted to ask you, uh, with all this, uh, you know, controversial stuff and like Me Too and stuff, does it make your writing uh, when you write movies like more challenging? Because
2: Um, I I don't know, because if you look, I mean, if it just depends on what we're writing, you know. I mean we just finished a crazy R-rated movie with David Spade and uh and, and the female lead is the one who's like the aggressive one who says all the inappropriate stuff. Yeah. So we got, you know, you know, uh, and it was it was a script that uh the guys who wrote the do over uh Pappas and Barnett, a uh, great writing team. Um they gave they we got from them and it's literally just like Spade's great, and he's so funny because he's like the, the, you know, he's like the mild-mannered guy who gets stuck with this crazy girl. Uh, And it's this great girl, Lauren Lapkus, and she's so funny. It's ridiculous. And I mean, but her, she's the gross, like, she's the rude one in the movie. (laughs) She keeps, like, there's a scene where she keeps trying, she said something about a a tip, and she keeps trying to hit Spade on the tip of his dick. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> She's like, come on, people like to get a tip. And she keeps like <laughs> trying to whack him. He's like, leave me alone.
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> but I mean, you know, look, we've never been, you know, I, I, you know, we've never been people that, you know, I mean, some people are offended by everything, mm-hmm. but mainly it's like, I just, you know, write what I think is funny and we'll look at it and be like, eh, you know, we'll make our own choices rather than have other people. You know, but there's stuff people think is going to cause trouble and it doesn't, you know, and then there's stuff that you think is the safest, easiest thing in the world. And all of a sudden people are like, why would you do that? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, did you see Colin Quinn's new special? He actually did it on CNN called Red State Blue State.
1: And he
2: he had a great run near the end on uh, how political correctness is just. Destroying comedy, yeah. I and uh, I agree. And he's he's so funny about it the way he does it. He said, "I remember when I got into comedy." I, uh, he goes, "I remember thinking I want to get on stage and say things that are socially acceptable to everyone in the room." <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he just goes off about you know, don't you know you can tell crazy jokes, yeah, without you know attacking people. I mean, you never know. See what happens. You know, like I said, we write stuff and we'll pull it back ourselves if we think it's, you know, we always have options on everything, um, you know. But we're, we've never been people that are, you know, uh, overtly, like, mean and nasty in our humor, yeah. you know. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, people would, some people would disagree with that comment, but I don't. No. You know, even our our rating stuff you know, has a really good, I think, has a good heart and good through line, you know?
0: No, I totally agree. Like, you guys have never, like, Happy Madison's never really gone out of that way. But, you know, I was just asking. Yeah, I mean, look,
2: yeah, we just do stuff that we think is funny and, you know. I mean, look, I grew up on Caddyshack and Fast Times and Real Genius and, you know, and they all have offensive jokes in them, but they're not, like, racist Sexist, misogynist jokes. Yeah, I mean, looking back on them with a lens of a 2019, some people might go, "Oh my god!"
0: Yeah, um, They but, could you turn know, it around. Look, you know, like, the
2: stuff I grew up on is the stuff I grew up on. You know, you can't judge it based on today's rules.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. I totally agree. Um, I have a question. When you did um, "Strange Wildness," uh, your character's name was Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your character's name was Fred, and I just have to like yeah. ask this because you know. I'm the biggest Fred Wolf fan. Uh, was it like a?
2: My character's name is Fred Wolf.
0: Yeah, that's what, it. Is Fred Wolf right?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fred wrote it uh, with Peter Galke, who, by the way, if you, if you, Peter Gawke, man, he used to kill me when he was uh, on stage at the Improv. Yeah. He oh, and him and Fred wrote this crazy movie, um, and uh, and I think Steve Zahn's character's name is Peter.
0: Yeah. It is. Um, I yeah. didn't know I but didn't know yeah, your I'm last name was Wolf in the movie though. But that was my question. Yeah. I was gonna be like, was it like based on Fred?
2: Oh yeah, totally.
0: Oh. <laughs> I don't
2: know if my character was, but it was named after Fred. Yeah. And you know, Ooh. Fred and Peter directed it and uh Yeah, Fred Wolfman, his stand up, he's got some great stand up too, Fred. I don't think he's done stand up in twenty years, but he used to be really funny. I saw him. I mean, he's still really funny. I've been on
0: stage. Yeah. I saw him open up for Spade like eight years ago. He did about five minutes, and I was just like, wow. He was, oh, yeah. He was hilarious. I've been trying to talk him into, like, because I do an autism awareness show, and I was like, uh, hey, uh, you should come and do a, sh- a spot. And it's like, oh, I'm filming a movie. Like, oh, my like, God. Uh, He's... All right,
2: but tell him next time, say, Covert said that if you go and do 10 minutes, he'll show up and do 10 minutes.
0: Oh, that would be awesome, man. Nice. He'll probably... And let me
2: tell you something. <laughs> I've done stand-up once in the last 25 years, twice in the last 25 years. Both times, was just out of nowhere in Vegas, opening for Sandler in front of, like, 3,500 people. <laughs> and Sandler joking around would go, you're going to go on tonight? And one night I just went, yeah, I'll go on.
0: Yeah. How much time and did you and do? All these
2: people are like, I did about five, maybe eight. Yeah, you know, a mix of old stuff and new stuff.
0: Do you, so, do you still write stand-up jokes, and ca- like, in case Sandler just... "In my head, I do." Yeah,
2: I mean, I'll write jokes for Sandler all the time. You know. Yeah, and I'll definitely tag jokes he comes up with for you know he's out on the road now, man.
0: Yeah, he's he's doing
2: all big places though. <laughs> yeah, he just did. Uh, he like, I think, I
0: think you,
2: every place he's doing is like ten thousand seats or more. Wow.
0: Yeah, but you go on the road with him when he does that, right?
2: Well, no, I haven't been just because we're prepping this movie. So oh. sometimes I go, sometimes I don't. It depends. But you, like, I'm in Massachusetts now, so when I think he has a show in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. near the end of June, and I'm gonna, I might pop over for
0: that one. Okay. But you were with him when he hosted SNL. I saw on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He oh, did, yeah, I was there. He did fantastic on that, man.
2: Oh, that was so great. The, the The writers, they're really good writers there. I mean, they came up with so much great stuff. I mean, everything that was great that week. It's a great cast right now. I mean, it's all they always have great talented people. Um, but we had a really good time. Uh, that was like summer camp for me. I spent a week, got to spend a week at Saturday Night Live. I just hid in the back of the room and chimed in with stuff and help write and just it's just a great experience uh,
0: when uh when you first started did you ever want to be on snl or did you just want to be an actor
2: i re- yeah i originally started just acting and then uh everyone i knew who did stand-up was on saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah. so i was like maybe i should try this stand-up stuff so i started doing it and, and uh and it just you know It all just started working good, and, you know, then it helped that, you know, Sandler started writing these movies and being allowed to get them made. And, you know, when we first started, you know, he was, you know, first couple movies, you know, they were these little low-budget movies that the studio didn't care that much about. And then all of a sudden, Happy Gilmore, then they came out and were big, and it just kind of worked out that we were all in position.
0: You were also on Heavyweights, though.
2: Yes, also directed by Steve Brill.
0: Oh, Steve Brill, he was hilarious. But uh, heavyweights... And he
2: rode... Uh, uh, yeah, heavyweights is the best.
0: Yeah, uh, you were the guy who was, like, telling all the fat kids not to eat.
2: <laughs> no, no, that was Stiller. I worked for him. Yeah. I was filming it. I was his videographer.
0: But didn't you take, and like... It's
2: funny because one of the kids was Kenan Thompson. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, every time we're... Where was it? We were somewhere, and he introduced me to his wife at Saturday Night Live, and he said, "Alan's known me since I was fifteen years old." And his wife was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs>
0: <laughs> but but no, like I I thought you were one of the I thought I knew you were the guy who was filming Stiller as he was like you know doing those exercise videos, but I thought you caught one of those kids like eating a candy and you took it from him and you told Ben Stiller and Ben Stiller like got, went off. No,
2: I', don't, I don't no, because at the end I turn on him.
0: Oh, yeah. At the
2: end, I betray Siller because he, he doesn't pay me. Yeah, yeah. Like he's supposed to.
0: Yeah, that's a good so. reason to betray oh. someone.
2: Just to let you know, we have crossed from Salem, Massachusetts into Peabody.
0: Oh, awesome. Which most,
2: people, which, which most people call Peabody, but if you're around here, they call it Peabody.
0: Ah, Was it named after P-Diddy?
2: No, no. Oh. P-O-D-Y. Yeah,
0: Peabody. that's... A- Sophisticated joke. I
2: wish there was a town here named after Pete Diddy.
0: That, wouldn't that be awesome?
2: That would be the best.
0: Like I always thought, like it would be cool, like uh, if every town was named after like a, a celebrity. You know, like say you're in the land of Sandler, you know, and then you're driving to Covert. You know what <laughs> what I mean? Oh, that would be interesting. <laughs> and then you could be like, oh, I just and, hit and, and, Lovitz.
2: <laughs> Lovitz, hey guys, Texas. Guys, let's all go over to Gaffigan Town.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly but uh I have a question for uh, about pixels though um, the guy yeah. the guy from Game of Thrones I don't know how to say his last name, but his first name's peter uh peter Dinkley. Peter Dinkley yes, any cool stories about him because I, I love Game of Thrones
2: he's just so funny Peter and uh you know him he it was funny because him and josh gad he would he would just he would like needle Josh Gad all the time yeah and he'd just be like really josh and he has this deep <laughs> voice but he's just a great guy you know and just just the nicest guy in the world and and uh it was, there was one funny story because you know josh Gad is uh olaf yeah from uh the frozen movies and so adam's daughters were just like they come to visit the set and uh we're all sitting there. We have our chairs sitting there and they're just like going nuts with Josh about this. Hold off this and, and froze at that. Dink is just sitting there. And at one point he just leans forward and, and Adam's daughters were like eight and nine, I think. And he just leans forward and he goes, do any of you girls watch game of Thrones? <laughs> <laughs> and they just stared at him like, what's that? <laughs> but he knew that he was just messing with dad. It was, but, yeah, no, he's just a great guy. And he's really funny. Yeah. Uh, and it's great because, like, he's so known for, you know, his dramatic stuff, but he's so funny. Like, in Elf, he's just mm-hmm. re- crazy funny in Elf.
0: Yeah, he's like, call me a dwarf one more time. And he's like, he's a... Yeah, one
2: more time. Oh, he's an angry one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now, of all the actors you've worked with, you've worked with Nicholson, and you've worked with Uh Al Al Pacino. Like, which one is the most intimidating? Like, you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm working with this guy. I
2: got to tell you those two. uh, just It's like just immediately you're just, like, nervous. Yeah. Like, oh, no. (laughs) That's Michael Corleone there. (laughs) You know?
0: And
2: then he's like, Alan... Alan, come here. I need to talk to you. (laughs) But it's just fun. It's like, you know, after a while, you know, everyone we've worked with, it's always been a good experience. Um, You know, that's the one thing that I've been very happy about in our, in our, in my career. Um, You know, a lot of these people love Adam and, uh, and, and, you know, they're just, they're pros and they're respectful and, but yeah, so you're intimidated by who they are, but once you meet them, the intimidation goes away because they're just, you know, friendly people. Yeah, like Nicholson would bring his kids to the set, and you know, he was just a nice guy. And uh, and then you're like, oh my god, it's Jack Nicholson.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would be very in- yeah, intimidated by Jack Nicholson. Yeah, the first
2: day. Yeah, the first day. No, the first day I had to do a scene with Jack. See, I never did see, I didn't do any scenes with Al. But, like, I had to go to his house one day uh, and read lines with him because he called and said, Hey, I want someone to come over and read through the script with me. And uh, <laughs> Sam was like, Yeah, COVID will go because he knew I would not be crazy. Yeah. And I would just go and do my job and try not to freak out. And uh, <laughs> so I literally sat in Al Pacino's backyard one day and read through the whole script of Jack and Jill with him. And I was just sitting there in disbelief, like, "Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's 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 very cool." You know, I'm very appreciative of yeah. how crazy my life has been. So, uh, you
0: have know. you ever said something like <laughs> embarrassing in front of them? Like, we're like, "Oh God, I can't believe I just said that to Al Pacino."
2: I'm sure I have. <laughs> I'm, I've trust me, I've said stupid things in front of everybody. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: Like I, if I, I met a
2: guy from a band, and I said, "Oh, I love that song." And then after he left, someone goes, "You know, that's not his song." <laughs> I was like, e-.
0: but I'm I, I like, "Well, he
2: dealt with it well." It well. <laughs> he took he it like a champ. Thank you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I've actually met. I haven't met Sandler. I met Sandler when he was dressed as Jill because he was on the CBS lot and I went to the taping of Rules of Engagement, uh, which my uncle was one of the stars on, so I got the I went to the tapings a lot.
2: Who's your uncle?
0: Uh Patrick Warburton.
2: Oh, I love Patrick Warburton. Yeah.
0: So we went to the taping and I go outside and I see I didn't know it was Sandler at the time, but I see this girl who looks exactly like Sandler. And I go up I, I go up to her. I was like, uh, do you know where the bathrooms are? And Sandler, of course, I didn't know it was Sandler. But then she's like, oh, it's around the corner. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then so my sister said, I think that was Adam Sandler. I was like, no, Adam's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> so that was... Uh-oh. But yeah,
2: nothing better than Sandler dressed as Jill, angry that his pantyhose itched.
0: <laughs> but no, but like that just shows you what kind of sense of humor you know Adam has. So I was like, wow, I got punked. <laughs> yeah,
2: he, he probably answered it as Jill. Oh, it's right around the corner. <laughs>
0: yeah, but um, a couple more questions, and then we'll let you go. But um, this, okay. this Halloween uh, film that you are filming, are you gonna be in this one?
2: Yes, I have a small part in this, awesome. uh, as well as producing.
0: Ah, is producing like a lot harder than acting?
2: Yes. Yeah. No, there's just a lot more to do. You know. Yeah. Um. You know, because we've been working on this movie for a couple, a couple months already. You know, if I was acting, I would just show up. Some, you know, I get the script and prepare, but then you know, you do your stuff with it. But, you know, with the producing, you know, a year, a year from now, I'll still be working on this movie. Um, but it's fine. You know, like because once you get to a certain point, you can work on multiple things at the same time. Like we have Murder Mystery coming out a week from Friday. fourteenth, on Netflix. Oh, um, Adam Sandler, Je- Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston and a cast of international superstars. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, so that's coming out, so I can work on that stuff oh, anyway. Nice. You know, it's like marketing stuff and sending commercial and things. Wow. And then, uh, you know, getting this one ready. And uh, and then, you know, they send me, they send Adam and I stuff from the uh, Spade movie, from the editing room for us to look at. And uh, so, yeah, you know, you could do a couple things at the same time. Once you're filming, though, that becomes, yeah. uh, you know, a tougher mm-hmm. day. Yeah. because you know but that's tough for everyone actors directors everybody on the set has long days and yeah but oh. you know acting acting's hard though
1: oh
0: would you Staying
2: say in no, character so. trying to make sure oh. you're consistent and, sure you know
0: would would you say it's a lot um uh, easier and a lot more relaxed working with netflix than compared to like studio movies like
2: I don't know. I mean, we just, you know, look, the, the way they the way they present a movie is different. You don't have to, you know, there's things are just done with the release that are different. Um, but I mean, it's still the same. You know, we make movies exactly the same. Um, they are a little uh, more open to crazy ideas yeah. uh, because, you know, it, it's you know, it's easier to sell a crazy idea to someone who's on their couch going oh i'll hit play on this than to say hey get up <laughs> you know get up get a babysitter get in the car go spend a fortune and you know see this crazy thing we're doing but you know but like i said we haven't changed uh you know what we do or the way we do it um it's just you know it's just uh distributed in a different way yeah um but it, it's weird because it's literally like every country in the world at the same time.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, but, you know? and then there's like no box office records you guys have to like be worried about. Right. Cause...
2: Yeah. But it's still like, Oh, trust me. Netflix knows what's going on. They know how many people are watching and you know, you want them to be happy with the way it was received because you know, they paid you and put it paid for the movie. And, uh, and plus, we want it to be well-received. And But when I say well-received, I mean by people who watch it. You know, I'm not talking Rotten Tomatoes or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I just want people who watch it to be happy and laugh and go, hey, that, I had fun.
1: That's right. <laughs> I was
2: in a bad mood, and that cheered me up. Thanks. Or I was in a good mood, and that made me happier.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah.
2: That's all I care about. Sure.
0: Well, we have uh, two more questions, and uh, we ask this question to every single guest that's on the show, and this might be completely random. But there's a reason reason why we ask it, and I'll tell you after I ask this question. Uh, Have you ever met John Cusack?
2: Actually, yes.
0: Oh, can you tell us the story?
2: Uh, I was at NYU... There was another kid at NYU by the name of Jeremy Piven. Yeah. And he was in a play uh, that another guy, a classmate of ours, wrote. It was like student production. And his friend John came to see him in the play. And afterwards, we all went out for Chinese food.
0: Oh.
2: And that was literally the only time I've ever met John Cusack. And it was like 30 years ago.
0: Ah, so it was before John Cusack was John Cusack no he was famous oh like was.
2: we all knew who he was oh he was this was like he had already done uh you know he had been in look he started in 16 candles i think yeah um he wasn't like it was before saying anything i think but you know he was still a guy who had been in a lot of stuff that people knew
0: well there <laughs> is a- we
2: were all just acting students and we were all like "Ooh, it's John set yes
0: yeah. Well, the reason why we asked this question is because I have a huge obsession with John Cusack, too.
2: Oh, really?
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh, that's awesome. He's might, great. Yeah, it might be an Asperger thing, but like I like to say I'm the John Cusack of stand-up comedy.
2: <laughs> that's awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. People like John. Yeah, it's a likable thing. done all
2: right. He still makes movies, and it's, you know, how long, he's been doing that forever, so.
0: Well, it's mostly because I'm no filterness, that. you know, I just say anything. True. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is that an Asperger's joke? Yeah. You okay. I like that one.
0: Awesome. And then the last question we uh we seriously do ask every single guest: How does Alan Covert like his coffee? Black. Black.
1: There you go. Me too.
2: <laughs> yeah, mostly I drink espresso though.
0: Oh yeah. Mm. Which one do you like better, Starbucks or coffee bean?
2: Oh, are we trying to get a sponsor? I, I, there's no <laughs> coffee beans around me. um but the one I like the best is the one I make out of my Nespresso machine.
1: Ah, oh, homemade.
2: Oh, it's oh, easy; you just pop the pot in, boom, <laughs> drink coffee. I love espresso.
0: Well, Alan, thank you so much and for then, taking. I mean, and let
2: me tell you, when I drink, when I say I drink espresso, people are like, "Is that healthy?" How many have you have oh. today? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'm like, funny. leave me alone. I have four kids. I'm always tired. <laughs>
1: It's great. I
0: love coffee. Well, Alan, thank you so much for doing the show. It was it's a pleasure sure. to talk to you, man, and uh, you're well, my Keith best friend. Alan, thanks for having me. Thank you so Alan, much. Alan
1: with an A. <laughs> you were a ho- He's a hoot. This yeah. was wonderful.
0: Thank well, you. Well, thank you so much, Alan. I really thank appreciate you, it, man.
2: My pleasure, guys. My pleasure. All right, I'll have talk a- to you soon. All yeah. right. Have
1: a great day. Thank you, sir.
2: Hey, send me that stuff so I yes. can get it to Michael.
1: Okay. Yes. All
2: right. All right. Awesome. Bye. Thank you. Awesome. Bye, Alan. Bye.
0: Bye. 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 Wow. That was awesome, man. Totally awesome. Fantastic. Beyond awesome. Yeah. What? Alan Covert.
1: I'm telling you, the personality of this man, it's just so engaging and sweet and just, I mean, we've had many people, and I, I, I applaud all of them. Like you say, I like them all. I'm a little bit different than you. There's no, you know, I, I like them all. But I have to admit... That uh Alan Covert is just the bomb. I mean, yeah, he's just, it's just like stand up guy, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's there's not a word. It got to be a better word. It's it unbelievably stand up.
0: For all for all the folks at home, you should follow Alan on Twitter at that Alan Covert,
1: and uh mm-hmm. support him. And I'm really excited for this new Halloween movie. Well, that was the funniest thing that he's in the uh in the band, and they're going through Salem, you know, Salem, Massachusetts. And uh, he's commenting on it. That was I. I you know I really thought for a moment. I, I thought he meant the hotel. I say what? Yeah. And he says no, no, we're, we're moving, bro. That'd be cool, right? Oh, beyond cool. Uh, haunted house. <laughs> 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 well, guys,
0: if you like the show, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah.
1: And yeah. Uh, we're also on what's Please, the uh,
0: patron? Right? Patron. No, it's not patron. It's no, Pat- it's a,
1: it's uh, you mean the uh, for the Patreon? Patreon. It's if on Patreon. Confused. It's like the liquor yeah. patron. uh. It's my speech stuff, tequila, too. yeah. And uh, we're Where's on Patreon, she, yeah. There you go, Patreon. I thought you Patreon started, uh, at Razor Rifts. Yeah, I thought when you were talking to Alan about all that vodka, I said, Dear God, are you, were you like an alcoholic at that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, just Alan, no, Dan Aykroyd really did. Yeah, it's called, he did. It's
0: called Skull Vodka. I got the hiccups.
1: God, man. I'm starting to realize it in my mind somewhere. There's a footnote on Skull Vodka,
0: yeah. Wow, that, uh, that's Dan Aykroyd, yeah,
1: yeah. And that was great. I I not pulled that up there. I mean, that's an amazing little, little tidbit. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alan, do you have anything coming up? Well, I'm going to be uh, at the Tribal Cafe uh, in downtown Los Angeles. And you can catch me uh, usually on Sunday evening, but usually Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday awesome. at, at the Tribal Cafe. All
0: right. Well, again, uh, <laughs> catch Alan there. Again, follow Alan Covert on Twitter yeah. mm-hmm. at that. T H A T Allen A L L E N Covert C O V E R T mm-hmm. uh, Follow him and you know tell your friends to follow him. Please do. see his movies and um, I have stand up dates again uh, June twenty first to twenty second at the Rec Room with Christopher Titus and June 29th hey, with, with Jay Moore. Jay Moore and uh, www keithraza has all Razor Riffs episodes You're and on tour on Facebook. dates no, Facebook. and. Yes, also if you are on social media, like our page at Reza Riffs and, you know, it was fun, man. It was awesome. Anything else?
1: No, I'm a happy camper. Yeah. And uh I got
0: to say like for like this was an amazing phone oh, interview cuz I'm like I don't well. read people very well. Yeah, you on the like phone. to have the person right here in, like in the studio and I don't blame you. Yeah,
1: but this was amazing. This I thought he was I thought he was sitting right here. Nah, yeah, I'm going to like listen to this for days. Until the next one, you're gonna, uh, binge. You're gonna you're gonna binge, binge razor watch ribs. your own your own, uh, own radio cool. show. Have you ever done that? Binge watch the the series. Yeah, are all the shows. Yeah, no, but it's an idea, and I just came up. with I've never time. done it. But I'm surprised. Yeah, you've never done it. I thought you were th- you were just on on like. You know, no, I'm still on uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thank you guys so much. <laughs> we really appreciate. It. Again, follow Alan Covert on Twitter. And uh, subscribe, rate, review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Raza R-E-Z-A, E Z A Riffs R I F T S, five stars and uh, you know all that stuff. Uh, thank you guys very much, and see you next time.
1: You're listening to Raza Riffs with Keith Raza and Alan Lee, right here on LA Talk Radio.
0: Hey guys, thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, Ray and review on Apple Podcast. Give us some feedback—good, honest, terrible—doesn't matter. Also, follow us on social media: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Raza Riffs. I am also on Stereo. If you would like to chat with me there, www.stereo.com/keithraza, and on Cameo